Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. JC, feels do good. you know what I'm wearing right now? Feels, the Get Shit Done hat? This is the Get Shit Done hat. Yes. Yeah. This hat went on because yesterday mm-hmm. when I got home from work, mm-hmm. I don't get the mail. Mm-hmm. My wife gets the mail. Actually, my daughter right mm-hmm. now is going through a phase where she loves to like get the mail. Nice. But anyhow, she brings it in. My wife always sorts through it. Mm-hmm. If there's something left out, it's like a credit card uh, bill. It's not. It's not. It's not it's, a. It's an investment account statement. It's something that my wife is saying. Hey, this is for you, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Or hey, I need you to look this over. Or WTF. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a Best Buy gift card for you because we love you. Correct. Sometimes yeah. it is a credit card statement, and it's a WTF. Like, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Honey, honey, no, no, no. These are all expenses for work. Yes. I'm getting expense reimbursement check, which. I, 99.9% of the time is true, Yes, but there's still that moment. For sure. Well, we had a WTF moment. What happened? Uh, so we got our homeowner's insurance invoice. Okay. So there's two things to know about this. Homeowner's insurance invoice, my homeowner's insurance is escrowed into my mortgage payment. Do you, do you know what an escrow means? You taught me yesterday, So, but for those who are listening who might not know. Yeah, most people, including the Owen household, we have our taxes and our homeowner's insurance included into our mortgage payment, mm-hmm. right? That's called it's escrowed into it. That means I make one payment every month, and then every year when my insurance is due, mm-hmm. my mortgage company makes the payment. Okay. Every year when my taxes are due, my mortgage company makes the payment. Yeah. Um, I'd say 90% of... Homeowners have their taxes and their insurance escrowed. Mm-hmm. Now, that's of those that have mortgages, because obviously there are some fortunate people out there that don't have a mortgage. Mm. Therefore, you can't have it escrowed. You don't have a mortgage company. <laughs> but for those of us that have mortgages, about 90%. And a lot of that's because unless you're putting 20% down, you're not eligible to have both your taxes and your insurance not escrowed, meaning you're not given the ability to make the payments on your own because your loan's deemed riskier if you don't have a high enough equity position, if you didn't put enough money down. Therefore, your lender, your mortgage company, your servicer, they want to know that they're collecting your money. And they normally have some of your money set aside in an escrow reserve account. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's just kind of how it works. But here's a little um, tip, trick, hack that you need to know if you're a homeowner or you're a future homeowner you still got to look at the statements because your insurance company will still send you a statement. Mm-hmm. And it can get confusing because sometimes you're like, oh, crap, do I need to make this payment? Well, yeah, yeah. No, you most likely don't. Mm-hmm. If you go and cross-reference your mortgage statement, it'll show whether or not your taxes and insurance are escrowed. Gotcha. Or sometimes on your insurance or your tax statement, it'll say, you know, uh, this is a copy. Remittance has also been mm-hmm. made to your mortgage servicer. Mm-hmm. So... Nonetheless, that's maybe a little bit of a rabbit hole or me uh, going to details, but it's an opportunity for me to give advice. Good to know. Yeah, it's a a good to know. But here's my WTF moment. Okay. My insurance, so I live in Central Florida. That's where we're based out of. That's headquarters. So most people, that's why the guests typically like to reference Orlando. I need to remind the guests, hey, look, this show actually, it's worldwide because we do have listeners (laughs) that have subscribed from from, uh, some European countries. Correct. I don't think we have any Asian countries yet, do we? I'll have to look again. Yeah, why don't you go look? I'll go look. Go go back and look. look. I'm just curious at this point, but for the most part, we're covering Spokane to Key West and everywhere in between. Yep. But I'm in Central Florida, and 
my homeowner's insurance should be somewhere between $1,800 and $2,300 per year. Yeah, that sounds about right. For for my home in Central Florida, it's a little bit above average home, but it's not a, oh my God, I'm on water, it's 10,000 square feet. Correct. No, it's a nice upper middle class neighborhood that I live in. Well... $4,900. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Yeah, exactly. Time out. So A, life lesson here, open your damn mail. This was great. So what was the moment? Because I know you saw the envelope. You're probably like, what is this? You probably couldn't care less. Opened it and you're like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. Scooby-Doo did, right? (laughs) Um, Well, first I was hoping it was something different, right? Like, because um, we are fiscally responsible in my household correct right that's the purpose of this podcast is because i made so many freaking mistakes (laughs) 20 years ago and 10 years ago that i want to help other people prevent themselves from making those same mistakes um and we've worked hard to educate ourselves and now i just want to pay it back and 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 educate others um it, it could have been my disability policy like i have a private disability policy that i know if i ever get disabled and i can't work Mm -hmm. that at least an insurance policy will cover 60% of, of what I made when I, when I earned this, gotcha. th- this policy. And that policy is about five or six grand a year. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's our disability policies due. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh-uh. No. No. Um, I have some whole life insurance. Whole life is, a, is an investment uh, because a whole life policy has a cash value. It also earns interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ever want to know more about whole life insurance, give me a call. I got some people who really know that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I can put you in contact with them. But... Um, I was hoping maybe that was from Northwestern Mutual because that's yep. my my yep. well, nope nope nope, 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 wrong, nope, again. nope. wrong again. It's my freaking homeowners insurance. Okay, and luckily I work in the profession that I work in, so I know that's not normal. Yes, but for those that don't work in real estate or in uh, real estate finance or home the home loan industry. It, you should still understand what you're paying. There's two ways to do it. Pick up the phone and call your insurance agent and say, yo, I just got my bill. A, do I need to pay it? And B, is it right? Yeah. You could cross-reference your mortgage statement or you could try to do what I couldn't do and go dig up last year's bill or last Good year's policy. Luck. Yeah. Good luck. Um, I can go find an insurance policy like that. I just don't know if it's 2008, 2018, or 2019. Like, yeah. I don't know which one it yeah. is. We save everything. Mm-hmm. We try our best to keep it organized. Like, it's in that one room. Oh, God. with that uh, in, that, in that drawer with all the folders that's kind of organized. And once a year, you might go in like, I'm going to clean this out. And you start every opening. Every year. Every year, you open it like, you know what? I'll save uh, later. Every year. The <laughs> fact that that room is decorated is a win. Like, it is decorated. <laughs> that's a win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I need to figure out, well, what is this? Like, why did this happen? Yeah. And then got you and I talking yesterday. Yeah. Like, well, do, do, does everyone know to do this? I'm like, I don't know if everyone knows to do this, so we're going to do a show on it. Let's do it. So, by the way, that's why we're doing a show on homeowner's insurance. What is insurance? Why do you need to actually read your mail? Yeah. And, and what should you do? Because here's what ended up happening. Yeah. What ended up happening is I called Matt Eckberg. Shout shout out to Matt yeah. at, at Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt at Urban Young. Yeah. I'm like, Matt. I know because I work in the mortgage industry and and I manage loan officers, I have been listening to my loan officers over the past 12 months say to each other, guys, girls, listen. Literally. We need to change our estimates for our clients, our borrowers, Mm -hmm. the home buyers on insurance. Insurance is getting more and more expensive in Florida. And you asked me. What is it? Why? Why? Why why, why is that? Well. Yeah. Why did it double? Well, two reasons. Hail, sinkholes. 
claims. That's I guess that's three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can tie <laughs> hail and sinkholes into one and claims yeah. into the into the third. Yeah. Look, insurance guys and girls, it's a business. It's a business, and and if the insurance business is running properly, it takes in as much money as it spits out. Mm-hmm. And you asked me yesterday, well, then how does it make money? Yeah, how does it make money? Yeah, right. Well, because it takes in a bunch of money, it invests that money into bonds, into low yield, low risk investments. Mm-hmm. So it's taking your money and a million other people's money, mm-hmm. whether it's a hundred bucks a month or five hundred bucks a month, collecting it, mm-hmm. investing it, yep. earning two, three, four percent interest on it. And then as there's claims, paying it out, it pays out the claims, yep. right? So they're an ultimate, uh, the ultimate goal of an insurance company is to bring in enough money every year to be able to cover the claims. Mm-hmm. They don't look to make money off what they're bringing in. They make money by bringing in it in a large sum, investing it at a very small, low risk, low yield return. Mm-hmm. They're making the money on the return. They are a facilitator. Did you know? That if you and I wanted to, this is going to get very, almost like archaic and organic. Yeah. You and I could insure each other. No way. Like if you think about the general concept of insurance, it could be you and your wife, me and my wife, five of your closest friends, five of my closest friends, 12 of us get together. Yeah. And 12 of us just decide, screw health insurance. Yeah. Screw auto insurance. Yeah. Screw any other insurance that could be out there. Uh-huh. We're going to take our money and dump it into a pot. Let's do it. And then every time one of us needs money because we got injured, we got yeah. sick, we crashed our car, someone crashed into us, we will then just go to the pot, tell each other, hey, had an accident. Well, how much money's in the kitty? Well, we have about $27,000 in the kitty. Okay, I need seven of it. Cool. Yeah. Take like it. That's kind of how insurance works. Yeah. The only difference is it's just 12 families or 12 couples. Do you trust the 12 of us to actually, A, Set boundaries, set rules, and then follow them. I think at first, maybe at first, maybe the first couple of draws, but then it could get a little dicey later. Yeah, but then eventually what happens if your kid gets sick and my kid gets sick? Well, my kid needs priority over your kid because it's my kid. And and Jimmy crashed his car because he got drunk. Well, the car can wait. My kid's more important. Yeah, right? So that's why, for the most part, we don't Mm -hmm. have insurance as organic and and archaic as that. But that's, that's all insurance is. It's a group of people throwing all of their money into a collective pot. And then as it's needed, the money gets distributed. Hmm. Okay, that's that's insurance kind of 101, the most basic. Mm-hmm. Now, companies learned a long time ago that John and Jimmy and D.O. and Matt, we necessarily can't trust ourselves to always agree and mm-hmm. always get along. Mm-hmm. So they came in as a third-party facilitator and said, we'll make the rules. We'll manage the claims. You just give us all the money. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure it gets paid out. We'll negotiate with the various providers, mm-hmm. whether it's healthcare, whether it's roofing companies, et cetera. And um, you can trust us with your money. And we'll do this really at no charge because they're going to collect our, whether it's $1,000 a year or $10,000 mm-hmm. a year, but they're going to collect it from us and a million other people. And then that's going to, you know, the, it's just going to, the, the, the combination yeah. of, of numbers will allow them to create interest income yeah. and facilitate the transactions. That's insurance, by the way. Insurance 101 is just that. Yeah. So the reason why my homeowner's insurance went up is my provider probably got nailed over the past two years filing claims. 
Oh, okay. Okay, well, money in, money out, right? It's kind of like, how do we manage our households? Yeah. We manage our households. We need more money coming in than we do money going out. Yes. The minute we have less money coming in than we do money going out, we are doing something wrong. Yes. Insurance is a business. Ah. Yep. So here in the state of Florida, sinkholes are, are becoming more and more prevalent, mm-hmm. especially on the central west coast, like the Tampa, St. Pete area. Mm-hmm. And we've had hailstorms come through. And here's what happens when a hailstorm comes through. Roofing companies know about this. Mm-hmm. This is an act of God. Roofing companies, the successful ones, they're not idiots. They're not dumb. There's a reason why they're still in business. There's a reason why they have 27 trucks on the road. Yeah. Right? And they go to homeowners and they say, hey, look, you had a hailstorm come through. Let me hop on your roof and I bet your roof has hail damage. Now, my roof may be 16 years old. It may be six months old. Mm-hmm. If it has hail damage... Inside of my policy binder, right, the legal document mm-hmm. that tells my insurance company what they have to be able to pay a claim on versus not pay a claim on, it says any act of God, such as hail, mm-hmm. is a is, is claim worthy. Mm-hmm. Well, if a hailstorm came through not once, not twice, but three times in three years, and there's not one, not two, but a dozen yeah. smart, successful yeah. roofing companies that are out there knocking on doors, and everyone and their brother's getting a brand new roof. Damn. For next to nothing, right? A $20,000 roof for a $2,000 deductible. There's only a small amount of time that that insurance company (laughs) who's paying out those claims is going to say on their end, I said WTF yesterday. They said WTF a year ago. (laughs) Um, And then what's even crazier about how insurance works, John Coleman, did you know that their insurance companies get insurance? I I swear I had no idea until you said that. Yeah, it's called reinsurance. Reek insurance? Re. 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 Reinsurance. Reinsurance. So the little Geico lizard is actually insured by somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to use Geico as an example, I, and I don't know this for fact, but yeah. we just use it yeah, as yeah, an sure, example. Sure. Yeah. Geico may go to um, Barclays Bank, and Barclays Bank may actually insure Geico. Get out. Yeah. It's kind of how the world of insurance works. My mortgage industry is working really diligently protecting taxpayers by utilizing what's called credit risk transfer, CRT. Mm. In a nutshell, CRT is insuring the loans that are already backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac who are backed by the U.S. taxpayer. Damn, that sounds like insured by, insured by, insured by. Yeah. So even if my particular homeowner's insurance carrier, Mm -hmm. maybe they are like, no, we're good. We're good. We're fine. We're, but their yeah, insurance. Yeah, but the, the guy yeah, above them the, is like, hey, buddy. Yeah, the guy above them is like, bro, I lost my ass. Yeah, I'm going to need you to I need you to raise the, I need you yeah. to raise something. Yeah. And then it gets passed down the, the chain, and then here you are opening your mail like WTF. WTF, because insurance companies are businesses. First and foremost, Okay. they are not non-for-profits. Yeah. In fact, there's one type of insurance that is basically a government subsidy. That's flood insurance. Okay. Flood insurance is an absolute loss to the U.S. government, U.S. taxpayer. If we didn't have the government intervening, mm-hmm. there are yeah, be hundreds bad. of thousands of homes yeah, be bad. That, that wouldn't be financeable because there wouldn't be companies out there mm-hmm. willing to insure against a flood mm-hmm. because they know on the probability scale it's very probable they're going to lose their ass. Mm. It's very probable this home is going to have um, floodwaters come up, seep through, create yeah, damage. Therefore, a, a claim is going to have to be paid. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, other than that, though, most insurance, it's it's a business. It's a for-profit organization. But there is there is insurance that backs the insurance company. That's called reinsurance. So with the reason why my policy went from 2600 to 4900 isn't necessarily because my insurance carrier was losing their ass. It's because the person insuring them, them was losing their ass. Interesting. So let me ask you this. So you saw the bill. You saw it went up. You made a phone call to the homies over at Urban Young. Yep. And then how did they, what happened? How did they flash yeah, so the and, and, and luckily for them, I wasn't the irate client on the other end. <laughs> luckily. Because <laughs> yeah. by the way, I can be. Right? Ignorance is bliss. And ignorance is also abusive. Yes. Right? So like an ignorant consumer oh, can you're be gonna, abusive. Yes. Guess what, guys? I am so much of what I despise, right? <laughs> I very well can be that way. So thank goodness yeah. I understood that Urban Young were my insurance brokers. They weren't my insurance company. They didn't do this. Mm. So I just picked up the phone and I made a phone call. And I said, hey, Matt, I understand what's going on in the state of Florida. Yeah. I understand there's been a, a large amount of claims and I understand that insurance has become more and more expensive, right? When 16 years ago, when the slew of hurricanes went through, starting with Hurricane Charlie, mm -hmm. I watched my homeowner's insurance go from $1,200, from $900 to $1,800 mm -hmm. on, a, on my first home that I ever owned. So I've, I've been down this road a time or two. Mm -hmm. I, go, I need you to let me know, is this the best we can do or should we be looking for different insurance? Mm -hmm. Well, 24 hours later, probably less than that, probably eight hours later. I have an email. By the way, you can do better. Here's a new carrier. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to just bend over, lay down, yeah. and accept that my insurance doubled. If, if I did that, my mortgage payment would go up by $200 a month. What? $200 a month. Most people, like... That's going to impact your lifestyle or make your home not affordable. So hold on, if, if had you done nothing with that letter, that that mail you got, yep. that bill, it would have you would have owed them. Yeah, oh, it would have been worse because here's what would have happened. I would have looked at it, I would have thrown it away because I'm like, ah, my my mortgage company takes care of this, right? The whole mm -hmm. like, um, again, ignorance is not always bliss. I can't just put on blinders, throw my head in the sand, and be like, <laughs> well, I didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah. No, what would have happened is uh, in February, so they would have paid my insurance. Mm -hmm. My they meaning my mortgage company okay. would have paid my insurance in in January when it's due. They're not going to double check the fact that it went up. Yeah, uh, they're not going to be like, "Hey, Dustin, you might, might yeah, take a look at this." No, They'll just file. No, yeah, yeah. hey, their job's to pay it. That's yeah. it, not to select it. Interesting. So then I would have gotten a notice in the mail. Hey, Do, this is your mortgage company now. Hey, I just paid your uh, homeowner's insurance. Yeah. Oh, they also paid my taxes. My taxes were due in November. My homeowner's insurance is due in January. We just paid both of them. Hey, bro, we are short. By the way, their letters do not speak this way. <laughs> their letters are written by, like, you know, technical writers who don't even speak English, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is me talking yeah, yeah. in a language that hopefully you'd, you'd understand. <laughs> but it's going to basically say, we paid it. There wasn't enough money in your escrow reserve account. Mm. So... Good news is your taxes are paid. Your insurance is paid. You're, you're covered. Okay. The bad news is... You either owe us $2,500 and your mortgage payment's going to go up by 200 bucks a month because we need to prepare for the tax, the, yeah, the insurance yeah, yeah, bill. Yeah. Or if you don't have the money to give us $2,500, like, hey, I know Christmas just came and mm -hmm, went. Mm -hmm. um, you might not have some money stashed uh, on the sideline. 
Um, so then your mortgage payment is going to go by 400 bucks a month. Yo, we what? need, yeah, we need 200 every month for the next 12 months. So you can make up the deficit yeah. and I need an extra 200 to make sure next year I have enough money. What? Yes, this happens. This happens. Well, I can't let that happen. I need to be a responsible adult. I need to take charge. Mm-hmm. I need to take control. I need to empower myself. Yeah. And say, I'm not going to let this happen. How often? That That's fucking... How often? Because I remember we had a guest a while back in the, about car insurance. He's like, shop it around. It behooves you to shop around car insurance. Is it the same with homeowner's insurance? You like every year look to see if you get... Yes, every year. And it's on you. Look, you can't blame your insurance agent. You can't blame Geico or Nationwide or Allstate or yeah. whoever it is. It's not their responsibility to look after your personal finances. It's your responsibility. Right? And guess what? You... I know this from, again, I can, I try to correlate everything to what I know, to what mm-hmm. I've experienced. So yeah. if I talk about baseball, I talk about running marathons, coaching football, the mortgage business, you being a loan officer. You- it's just like I know that. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly looking to correlate Correct. what I know yes. to what I don't know mm-hmm. because I know, I know enough about this. Mm-hmm. Most things in life are pretty similar. Correct. Even people. Yeah. Even people. If you took me – and you took someone who is my polar opposite, I promise you we're 80% the same, mm-hmm. if not 90, if not 95. Mm-hmm. Although there's that 5 or 10 or 20% <laughs> that can be polarizing, mm-hmm. we need to recognize most of us, all of us, are 80% the same, if not 90 to 95% the same. So that goes for really anything in life. Mm-hmm. So I try to correlate my own industry. I know here at Waterstone Mortgage, when I take off my Loan Officer Podcast hat and I put on my Waterstone Mortgage hat, Mm -hmm. I know that we have agreements with our investors, the people that buy loans from us, that we won't actively solicit the customers that we sold to them. Mm. Right? That's in our agreements. Now, if those customers call us, and by the way, we want you to, um, when those customers call us, of course we're going to help them. Of course we're going to evaluate if their current mortgage is the best mortgage for them. Mm -hmm. But we may have an agreement that we won't actively solicit. Mm -hmm. Well, same thing applies to my friends in the insurance industry, right? Urban Young did my policy, but I don't write my check to Urban Young. I write my check to Olympus. Well, I don't know this about Urban Young. I don't care to know this, but they may have an agreement with Olympus that they're not going to actively reach out to people like me Mm -hmm. to see every year if the homeowner's insurance that they bound for me a year or two or three it's years ago is still the best. Gotcha. So it's on me. Yeah. It's on me to go ahead, just like I have to file taxes every year, mm-hmm. I should go ahead and double check things like auto insurance and homeowner's insurance. Hmm. When's a great time to do it? When you get that freaking notice in the mail. Okay. Right? When you, I got a bill. And even though it says, do not pay this, yeah. I still want to read it. I, I, love, I, yeah. I still want to know what it means. And I still need to be able to question whether or not it's the best thing for me. In this case, it wasn't. In this case, I have learned that, A, my insurance is going to go up. I'm going to change carriers, and I'm no longer going to pay $2385, which is what I was paying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay $2,800. But 28 is way better than 48 Correct. Right? It's $183 a month difference. So if that 48 let's say next year, it wouldn't have gone down. It would have gone, 48 would have been the new floor and then it could only go up from there is no, that how- no not necessarily okay not necessarily but let me ask you a question if you're running a business <laughs> yeah, okay yes and and john coleman's willing to pay you forty eight hundred dollars for your product or service there's no need for me to lower the price if yeah. you're willing how many times has yourself your your cell phone provider called you mm. and said mr coleman 
we're looking at your current plan that you signed on three years ago. And I understand that you're only getting 15 gigs of data and you're paying $9.99 a month for it. But it's unlimited uh, data <laughs> so and only $4.99. So so let, yeah, let me get you on that plan. Yeah, it doesn't happen that way. No, no, in life, you got to ask. And it, I teach this to my kid. If, if you're told no, it was a no before you asked. <laughs> I mean, it was a no before you yeah. asked. That hot girl in the back of the class that you want to go out with you. Yeah. It's a no before you ask. The only thing that she can do is either keep it status quo or make it better. Yeah. When I roll into that Marriott and I ask for that free upgrade mm-hmm. and they tell me no 99 times out of 100, awesome. I mean, it was a no before I asked. <laughs> but that one time that I was in L.A. Yep. for mm-hmm. Robert's 40th birthday, mm. Brian had drove up from San Diego. You know what? And the three of us. Had limousines, a bottle of Crown, and we were going to go check out. I've seen this movie. We were going to go check out all of the uh, the, the the mansions mm-hmm. in uh, in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. We got upgraded because you asked. Because I asked. Yeah, I asked. Yeah, yeah. and I might have dropped the fact that Brian's a border patrol agent, and they treat border patrol agents the way they do active way military. Yeah. Well, yeah. But nonetheless, correct. It only happened because I asked. Yeah. Now the limousine happened because the bottle of Crown. The bottle of Crown happened because it was only thirty nine ninety nine at the liquor store. It's a domino effect. Bro. Plus about a hundred dollars in California taxes. But that's a whole nother <laughs> well, that's topic. A, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother topic. Um, yeah. So that's homeowners insurance. But insurance in general. Uh, moral of the story: check your damn bills, and ask why. I think it's intriguing to understand how the insurance industry works. Like, are you happy that you learned that? I'm ecstatic because every time I see an increase without, again, the term ignorance, I would just think, hey, insurance company, you're trying to get one over me. And they might they might try to jack it up a little bit, similar with the cable companies and the internet. It's like, why am I paying more? However, understanding the underlying factors behind it, they got big brother tapping in on my shoulder like, hey, bro, I'm going to need some more money. So yeah. ultimately, it gets passed down to the consumer, which ultimately makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's a thing called inflation, yeah. right? And we we want inflation. We want things to grow by two to 3% on, on an annual basis, right? That's just how a healthy economy operates. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also things called regulation and insurance. There's also things called claims. Um, mm-hmm. And all of that goes into one particular pile. That pile then has to figure out how much does that costing us? Mm-hmm. And if we're bringing in less money than we're spitting out, hey, that's, that's a, a problem. Yeah. I mean, whether you're, eight years old running a lemonade stand, yeah. right? Or whether you're 80 years old and um, you're trying to run a country. Yeah. Like, you got to bring yeah. more money, money in than you do spit out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's it. There's a why behind it, but the why doesn't mean necessarily you need to lay down. Yeah. Like, how about you learn the why, you understand the why, hmm. and then from there figure out, is that why screwing you? Yeah. Or is that why justified for, for what you're getting ready to pay? In this case, it was a renewal for homeowner's insurance and I'm not going to lay down. Mm. But I wanted to understand how it worked. You now understand sure. how and why it works. And our audience understands yeah. how and why it works. That's awesome. Yeah. I made it for a decent episode, yeah? Not bad. Not bad <laughs> yeah. for, for a for a shoestring budget and, um, and an impromptu conversation. I will say this because this is the years winding down. We don't timestamp these, but this is going to be episode 80-something. This is the end of the year. And I will say this, Dustin, I've had a great time doing the podcast. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just saying this year has been great. So looking forward to 2021. Yeah, no, so am I. Um, you know, I'm hoping more people find us. I, I'm, I'm starting to see that they're finding us at a, a much larger clip. Yep. Um, but I think we need to continue to remind people, yep. look, if you're listening to this episode and you like it, 
go ahead and give a thumbs up to yeah. this particular episode or uh, star it if you're on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a good review if you like it. Look, if you don't like it, just send us an email individually <laughs> saying, hey, I thought that one was pretty crappy. Yeah. Um, but don't just tell us it's crappy. Tell us what we do to make it better yes. or what you would like to hear us do more of. Yes, please do. I mean, there's 80-some-plus episodes. We're just now getting started. We're yes. just now finding our groove. Mm-hmm. Um at the Loan Officer Podcast, it's on Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Yeah. It's on Apple. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, in fact, we just learned yeah. we should be able to get our own YouTube domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. Enough, yeah. Followers. We have enough followers. No shout out to our followers on yep. uh, YouTube. Um, but share us, yeah. share us, and like us, and more importantly, interactive. If you need something from us, you want something from us, reach out. Real talk. We had someone just ask for a shirt, and Dio signed it and sent it to him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it happens. We're not making this up. It, it, it happens. You want a hat? Uh, uh, you know, we might not have any in stock. JC will have to run back yeah, to the store. Yeah, low stock. Yeah, we do have stock alerts. So, you know, it is going hot. It is going quick. Yeah, but but currently the merch is free. <laughs> yeah. The content is free. This is interactive. We want your feedback. Yeah. We want to keep doing this. Uh, but if uh, you don't tell us what we're doing well and what we need to do better, then uh, we can't do more of what we did well and we can't do, do less of what we did not well. Yeah. 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 So, nonetheless, he's John Coleman, affectionately known as JC. I'm Dustin Owen, better known as Dio. This is the Loan Officer Podcast. This is all we have for today, but you can go back and check check out episodes we did in the past yes. or continue to follow us to see what we may do next. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great new year. Peace. Peace.